Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef, equipping us to grow into a deeper walk with Christ. Part of Night Vision each weeknight. Details at vision.org.au. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective. 2020 on Vision. And it's always good to catch up on a Monday with Martin Isles, the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby. Martin's joining us. Hello Martin, welcome along. G'day Neil, good to be with you again. And Martin, it is a public holiday and you've got the rest of the day off, but thank you so much for taking a little bit of time to uh, to chat with listeners this morning about some of the issues we're facing. Thanks, Neil. This is always a priority, I guess. Okay, <laughs> it looks like it anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, let me hit you with one that no doubt many listeners will have caught over the weekend and really a sad bit of news to hear. The uh, the uh, celebrity chef, Anthony Bourdain, uh, another suicide, and that hot on the, hails of an, uh, on the tail of another celebrity suicide in Kate Spade last mm-hmm. week. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on just how hard that hits when you get this sort of news? Oh, it's, it's dreadful. It's really tragic. I mean, um, it's tragic for a number of reasons. I mean, loss and death is always, uh, you know, it goes without saying, just, just horrific. But it also um, um, betrays something about human condition, I think, to a lot of people in the sense that uh, these are seemingly people that have everything in an external sense. They're people who are wealthy, they're people who are independently successful, uh, they're people who have um, a go of um, an industry, uh, in the one, in one hand entertainment, on the other fashion, uh, that so many people uh, desire to enter uh, and, and view as something that is that is a, a great life. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, it isn't enough. Uh, there's always always more to uh, the human condition. There's spiritual needs um, and there's, there's mental health as well. And um, uh, I, I think that, um, that, that, that it's good for everybody to stop and think about priorities in these moments. I don't know uh, what it was exactly that, that, that fueled these actions. It may indeed have been uh, an actual mental health issue that, that, that is a sort of a chemical imbalance in the brain and needs, needs medication to fix. We've always got those. But um, on the other hand, uh, people... I think experience challenges and difficulties in life uh, because increasingly we're moving into a world where we deny the spiritual needs that uh, that humans have. Um, the suicide statistics are, are off the charts and they're increasing. Um, and uh, and and I was just reading last night um, about uh, laying up treasure in heaven and being rich toward God. And I think perhaps uh, that is something that uh, the human race is longing out for at the moment, as they always have. And that uh, that would indeed help a great deal because we're seeing that, you know, you can have everything uh, in a material sense, but there is even something like, you know, I actually think that the great tragedy uh, of suicide is that the people who do commit suicide on the whole, they think it's the end. Um, and uh, it's not. Um, you know, Scripture says we appointed once to die and after this judgment, so there's something to come. And it's a tragedy when people don't know uh, that they're taking themselves into a new phase, not not to the end. It's not just black and dark and all over. Um, that's a tragedy. And uh, I would say that as Christians, uh, what we should do at this point is probably pray for their families um, because these moments can be defining in people's journeys. They can either cause people to question God, deny God, and be angry with God. But, uh, you know, when God has his way with people... Um, he can actually use the darkest and most difficult of trials, and this, that's exactly what this is. I mean, it'd be absolutely awful. Um, and I've known someone who's committed suicide, and it's a dreadful thing. It has an impact on all those around them. Um, but uh, we can pray for them that actually God uses the trial for a different reason that he says, reveals in Scripture that he does sometimes, which is actually to show himself to people. 
Important to say that we don't know all of the circumstances around what's happened with these celebrity suicides. And as you say, anyone who has had a friend or a family member who has committed suicide, when you hear this, it does bring back a flood of memories and emotions. And uh, it is a time to reflect and a time to reflect soberly. Sometimes, Martin, I think about our own Christian faith and we might ask the question, what difference does it make when you're a Christian uh, when it comes to dealing with the challenges and the ups and downs, the roller coaster of emotions that might come in your life? Uh, sometimes I think of that word hope. Hope sometimes that we look to the future of knowing that God has uh, our past and our future in his hands and that hope that we have in what Christ has done, that he is returning, that he does have uh, history in his hands, is actually empowerment for the present. And, of course, uh, this is a practical aspect of our Christian walk, and there's a certain orderliness that comes when we're submitted to him. I wonder whether uh, a word of encouragement from yourself uh, when it comes to just uh, you know appreciating that there is an orderliness in our Christian walk that, with the hope that we have in Christ, enables us to be empowered in the present. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, the hope that we have is, is something that, that's concrete and certain. Um, and it's a hope that uh, we enjoy uniquely, I think, because we know why we're here uh, and we know where we're going. Um, and that does just, that impacts your state of mind. I mean, Scripture also talks often about the peace that belongs to those who are in Christ. Um, the peace that passes all understanding fills your heart and mind uh, through Christ Jesus, it says in Philippians. Um, and I think that also the fact that you have peace with God uh, in salvation um, and the fact that you then have peace in your heart uh, at the most fundamental level, um, Scripture teaches very widely that that is something that that, that, that that impacts your entire way of living. And I think it does. I think Christians enjoy a great peace as they go through life uh, because their fundamental relationship with God is settled uh, and because the hope that they have in the future is clear because of what Christ has done for them. Um, and it changes the way they live every day. Um, of course, Neil, what you did say there, though, is very important. That is, we don't know the exact circumstances of what happened. Uh, and, of course, everything I've said is a generalisation. I'm sure people know of suicides where, where what I said doesn't apply. Uh, and that's the nature, again, of humanity. We've always got the exceptions to the rule. That, uh, we're we're a, a group of people that um, have all kinds of afflictions and difficulties. But uh, I think that for Christians, there is such a difference uh, because of those things that you've just talked about that I've talked about. Okay, let's uh, tackle something else. We're in a waiting time here, and it may be that any day uh, the government will surprise us uh, with their new position on religious freedom in Australia. This is a bit of a waiting time, and there's a lot of anticipation that might come, concerns about mm -hmm. how parents will educate their children. I know you've been writing about these sorts of things of recent times. Uh, in this waiting time, what, what ought we be anticipating, Martin? Well, I think we're, we should be ready for the government to be releasing something uh, to a lot of fanfare uh, and a lot of uh, very full promises about uh, peace in our times uh, and that all will be well for, for Christians. And I think we should just be ready to accept that with a grain of salt. I would encourage people to uh, look at what ACL puts out on the subject. And, and, for example, this week we'll put out some material on you know what the report should include, if it's going to be a good one. Um, and, and see whether the, the report really does measure up. I'm unfortunately expecting it to not quite, not quite pass muster. 
And the reason that's difficult is because of um, because of the need that there is for religious freedom protections now for the church. Um, people may not realise just how acute that is. Um, the law changes on marriage uh, earlier this year, and ever since the law on marriage changed, um, we found ourselves as Christians, certainly Christians who believe sort of the, the classical tenets of the Christian faith and, and, and are orthodox in their beliefs, um, we believe something now about the human person, about, about what marriage is and, and about how sexuality is ordered and about what gender is for uh, and all of these sorts of issues. We believe something that the law says uh, is, is or we believe something that's contrary to the law, that's different to what the law says. Um, the law says it must be one way. We say, well, no, actually, we think it's another way. And all that means is that we have a set of beliefs around sexual orientation, gender and marriage that are against the law. And the only way you can get away with that uh, is if there's some kind of special exemption for you, some kind of protection to say, well, we know that you have a different belief to what the law says, but that's okay. And it's that we need it, but that's okay law. We need something to come along and say, you know what, you can still speak about this. You can still teach this in churches. You can still tell it to your friends. Uh, your charities can still enshrine it in their constitutions and so they have organisations that promote it and proclaim it. Uh, structures, you can start Christian schools where kids are taught this uh, and you can still do all of these things, whatever they are, and there's an endless range. You can even be a fit and proper person to keep your job. You can, uh, you can, make, you can not compromise workplace health and safety by saying these things. Uh, it filters right through society where you need a protection to say, uh, you know what, hang on, I know you're different. I know you're going to be saying things that the law says are wrong, but that's okay. Now, in Australia, we just don't have that law. We don't have a significant religious freedom law. We don't have a protection. And that's different to all of the other Western countries around the world, even where things are difficult, like Canada. They do have religious freedom laws. Um, and without that in Australia, I suspect that the fact that we have beliefs that are different to what the law says, uh, or against law, as I often say, uh, is going to become more and more apparent because uh, we've seen 40 legal cases in the last two years of people getting in trouble with the law because of their beliefs on this stuff and speaking up about it, and that kind of uh, pronounced. So I think Christians need to really be strongly aware uh, of what's going on here, and they need to be ready uh, to look very carefully at what the Rudder Review puts out, listen to what groups like us and others say about it, uh, and if necessary, we might just need to mount a campaign to say, hey, we need something better. And all we're asking for is the ability to continue to do what we've always done. Uh, nothing more than that, to continue to live out our faith as we always did, had institutions that promoted as we always did, and so on. No doubt when the government makes its announcement of what its new position will be and they move to alter laws, however they might need to be altered, uh, we will certainly be uh, talking about those things in this space uh, so we'll look forward to that because uh, there is a sense, isn't there, Martin? People have become increasingly angry at Christian values and uh, perhaps if you ask them why, they don't necessarily know. But, uh, of course, all of the issues with the institu institutional sexual abuse, uh, with the animosity that was created in the marriage debate, uh, these sorts of things are increasing a certain anger about Christian values. And we have to be prepared, I think, for uh, for what might be coming. What are your thoughts on preparation for that? Yeah, look, I think that we need to understand that there will be some angry people. And uh, I mentioned 40 cases that we've encountered where people have gotten in trouble with the law for living out their faith, whether it's speaking up about these things at work or, uh, or whether it's a school that's trying to keep these things in its, in its, in its, um, its policies and it's been sued for that, uh, things like that. And a lot of the people we encounter 
I never expected that this would happen to them. They might have been fired from their job. Uh, they might have lost a professional accreditation. They might have, uh, you know, been kicked out of university. Um, and I'm, I'm not kidding either. I mean, this is actually happening in Australia, um, which is astonishing. Um, and we're getting more and more of them. Uh, but, you know, I think people need to prepare themselves in the sense that, um, uh, uh, that is not, a, that is not, does not mean they've done the wrong thing. Uh, a lot of people assume that, um, that they've been, you know, not kind enough. A lot of people assume that they've, they've gone and uh, said something wrong. Not necessarily anymore. I think we just need to take courage in the fact that, um, that, uh, you know, sometimes our beliefs are offensive and Jesus said that they would be. People would find them uh, difficult to, to, to stomach. People would find them uh, something that will uh, cause them anger. And if we encounter the odd person for whom that's true, um, then that's just simply a fulfillment of what Jesus promised would happen. But, uh, you know, that, that person is usually the minority. I mean, there's plenty of others out there who we might not hear from, who are not yelling at us, uh, who are not really angry about what we said. There's plenty of them and much more of them. Uh, and so it's worth keeping that in mind, and it's worth taking a stand because uh, uh, Jesus says, you know, he says, blessed are you when you're persecuted. And he says what he means by persecution, which is you, when, you're, when you're reviled, people are mad at you, uh, and when they say all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. So when they, when they say, you know, you're a bigot or whatever, he says, look, blessed are you in those circumstances, and be a light that shines brightly on a hill like a city that can't be hidden. He says, look, don't, don't, let, it, don't let it make you stop. You'll experience a blessing when that happens. And I'd say to people... That's the spiritual promise. Practically, though, get legal advice as soon as you can. Uh, just get a bit of help because um, if you get good legal advice, you can navigate through it. And you'll come out the other side. Most of the people I've worked with come out the other side um, really grateful and, uh, and having been strengthened in their faith. Uh, and that's a key too, being strengthened in your faith when you have faced some level of persecution, whether it's mild or whether it is in the cases that you're referring to, uh, something a little more serious. Uh, Martin Niles, just great getting your insights. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we'll remember to keep things in context and we'll be checking in with you when there is some announcement about religious freedom in Australia and uh, we'll have some more discussion uh, here on 2020. Martin, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.